welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we have uh, we have much to discuss today. Um, Piper's been making a lot of business deals, um, and we have a long-standing business deal uh, that we want to talk about, and then a new one coming next week that um, that I know we're all excited about. Ronald's probably a little more excited about it. Um, than even Pipe and I are, but um, but but we will drop that on you guys next week. But Piper, tell them about Dwell Bible. Yes, Dwell Bible is our favorite audio Bible app. We we all love it, and they are a longstanding partner of ours. So, listeners, if you are trying to figure out a way to be more consistent in the Word, get more of it into your life, into your family's life. Uh, Dwell is a great way to do that. Uh, if you go to dwellapp.io slash happyrant, you can check it out as well as they, they offer a 20% discount to our listeners through that link. Um, they have a whole variety of ways to do it. So there's just standard listen straight through kind of your standard run of the mill audio Bible, but they, they also have different narrators. They have listening plans. If you want to do it more consistently, they have different features, sort of a listen and reflect feature where you can, you can put, uh, a passage on repeat for reflection, for memorization. They've just added a sleep timer feature, so you can go to bed with it or you know, just kind of listen at a certain time. You can put it on for your kids at their bedtime, something like that. Um, it's a, it's a, a new feature they just rolled out. But again, the link is dwellapp.io slash happy rant. Uh, you can try it out there and get that 20% discount. It comes out to less than $2 a month, so very affordable, and you should check it out ASAP. Dude, I wish my kids had a sleep timer feature. You know what I mean? Where I could set them for like 15 minutes and then get them to wind down, you know, like as soon as it expired. Maybe if Dwell could could figure that out, we would be... Uh, I feel like that might be something that Elon Musk works on. You know, he's starting to like implant chips in brains. Maybe he can implant sleep timers for children or something like that. Dude, is he really doing the implanting chips? I feel like all that stuff from those um, crappy like 90s in times novels, I feel like it's all coming true now. Yeah, but I think I feel like he's trying to do it from a you know like a, some sort of medical standpoint or something. But mm. but really, what's the difference between that and just what ends up being just mind control? I don't know. It it really seems mind controlly to me. Dude, fascinating. And speaking of technology and mind control and things that are somewhat incomprehensible, um, I've I've got a I've got a dilemma, boys. I need I'm going to need your help on this one. Uh, Piper, you sent a video to the group chat. And um, I feel like this was intended to be like the first five minutes of the app, but we might end up going like the whole app on this because uh, there's so much to unpack with it. So you sent us a video of Douglas Wilson, and the title of it is Mostly Peaceful in all caps. And then it says No Quarter November 2020. Um, now, just by way of preamble, um, we're we're coming at this with like, you guys have been pretty staunch in your like um, crapping on Doug Wilson posture, so that that should be just stated out front. Um, I think it's it's probably good for business for you guys to be against Douglas Wilson at some level. I have no like um, there, there's no skin in the game for me with Douglas Wilson. So uh, other than morality, well, <laughs> and, and there we go. There's there's Ronald doing Ronald things. How, how does it feel uh, to be on the moral low ground, Ted? Well, I, I mean, it's fascinating. So Ronald put me there. So maybe you could ask him how it feels to like. Um, be I didn't on the put high you ground. there. I'm saying other than morality, why? Yeah, you don't have to be. You don't have to be against the uh, the Dougie, 
Well, baby, I feel like you're, I I just don't for business. You know what I mean? Because like nobody in my life is like walking around going, what what do you think about Douglas Wilson? Except for the show. And I feel like it doesn't, like it doesn't benefit me one way or the other. And it's so much so that like, I feel like I can look at Douglas Wilson and say, I have agreed with some things that he's written and other things that he's written have been wacky. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to like do the posture of like Douglas Wilson's immediately an idiot regardless of whatever he puts out but this particular thing well uh, can i can i ask a quick question that's that's uh yeah, so, a bit yeah. more sort of... you say that and me and piper like red flagging to death right now i know what? No, can, what well actually flagging? well actually um no I have, I have a question for you ted that this yeah. to help understand your mindset and i don't t- i don't yeah. have a totally clear answer for this myself sure, sure i agree with the statement that you made that uh, some of the things he's written are wacky and some of the things are good at what point yeah. Does the wacky make the other stuff like how much can you just parse those out versus being like, you know, his general collection of wackiness outweighs the good? Well, I see. And I guess that's that's my issue, because nobody in my life is asking me to do that, Um, because unless I'm taping the show for like 45 minutes once a week, like Douglas Wilson doesn't exist in, in my world, like truly, you know, and, and leveraging Douglas Wilson one way or another is of no benefit to me. So, um, I, I don't know. And I, and I guess another caveat would be, I haven't read every word of everything that he's written. Um, well that, that would be impossible because he writes like, he writes more books than Jared Wilson and dude, I was going to say which like Wilson more articles more. than Ross Delphit. So, I mean, it's impossible to keep up. Ronald, now being that Jared is your best friends and being that you hate Judas. Douglas Wilson Judas. and you're, you're on record uh, with both things, which Wilson writes more, which well, Wilson is well, more I'm on record with both, with both of those things. Because we said, well, so. you just, we, we well, put you, it yeah. on record for you. You just like climbed atop the moral high ground. If you, I will not accept people putting words in my mouth the way you guys do any longer. Uh-huh. I, okay. I have a team of attorneys now for that. But what are you asking, Big T? I'm asking who's the more prolific Wilson in your life, oh, Douglas dude. or Jared? Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, so. Big M, when she wants to just when she's having too good of a day and she wants to just get angry, mm-hmm. she'll just like you know you know, she'll notice some things that Dougie's saying, share those with me. Um, and then I'll go, yeah, insane. And you guys, you guys like sit around the kitchen and rip him together. And then you feel, no, like not, not at all. We right? just, I mean, Wilson is, he's at a place now where he's not even like, it's so ridiculous. It's almost just like eye rolly and head shaky. And just like, it's kind of funny that he still says those things. And not only that, but he has all these supporters that are like raw, rawing him to death while he says those things. So it's almost kind of funny now, funny, but yeah. sad in the way that like sad can be funny, but it's actually really sad, but it's so sad. It's funny, you know? See, I think in that, and you, you said an important thing. I think he's great for business and entertainment because without a Douglas Wilson, like there, there's, and this is going to sound more, um, I don't know, indicting than it should. W- without Douglas Wilson, there's nothing to feel like low-key superior about. So he's <laughs> we, he's necessary. You know what I mean? And he also puts out amazing content like the thing that I'm going to talk about. And um, the thing that I need you guys to help me understand. Yeah, I think, hold on. But though, to that, though, Big T, I think yeah, yeah. what I would say is like, 
So to t- some of it is ridiculous. Like what we're going to talk about right now is ridiculous, right? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. But then I think because he's, you know, because there's some things that we would share in common with him doctrinally and, and, and of that nature. Right. I think some of the other things he says, like on a like you know when it comes to like social issues, like to to me he would be so far off the reservation with some of these things that he's I think he's damaging you know to the to the body of Christ. So again, how far you want to take that? Um, I mean, you know, that, that's, that's opinion, you know, but, um, but you know, I, he's lost a lot of, in my opinion, he's lost a lot of credibility with some of the positions he's taken and some of the directions he leans in because they're so extreme and, um, and they, they don't feel helpful, you know, for the church. But, um, well, there's, I, and, there's you know. also a, he, he, and, this is this is going to potentially go to a place that Ted has no interest in, but here we go. Um, That's okay. He he takes on social issues like philosophical exercises, which in this day and age I don't think is very helpful because they're actual issues, you know, that affect. So he's he's responding to issues that people feel genuine personal pain, emotion, strong just strong emotion about personally, mm-hmm. and he's he's addressing them philosophically. So there's sort of this disaffected. Um, exercise of logic w- that he sort of runs to its fullest extreme. And I would agree with Ronnie. Oftentimes it ends up in a location that's not very helpful. And so there's kind of two things wrong. One is his conclusions that I would disagree with, but we all have people we disagree with. That's that's fine. Um, the other is the tone, which is just utterly unempathetic to what people feel. So yeah, there's, a, there's kind of a, a two-level potential damage. One is you're telling people things that I don't think are true. And the other is you are dismissing people, uh, dismissing people's sense of, of being wronged their injustice. And basically just saying, we're just, we're going to treat this like a thought exercise. It's, it, it, it exists in neutrality. And I think, I think it, there's, so there's sort of a twofold problem there. And then I think, yeah. um, and then I think, but what we're about to talk about right now, T, I, I, you know, I think this is where we can back up. And just the utter, just ridiculousness of some of these things. Like, they are funny. They can be funny. They are. They are. This thing in particular is definitely funny. Yeah. And I mean, no question. So let's, let's talk about it. Um, Pipe sent this video. Um, and I, I want to just talk about kind of the title screen here. And then we can get into the content of the video itself. Um, again, the title, Mostly Peaceful in All Caps. And then no quarter November 2020 um, in like normal normal type. And the the image that I'm looking at right now is the image of Dougie in like a like a ball cap, uh, like big kind tr- of white a trucker beard. hat, like one of those trendy tr- trucker hats with like the the sort of hand painted sign logo on the front. So it's like retro, yeah. but it but it was made by a faux hipster 11 days ago. Yeah, faux hipster, trendy trucker cap, it, much like the kind that. We could have gotten from Muskox. Shout out Muskox. Um, and then he's he's like wearing a vest, like a almost like a fisherman's vest, and he's walking away from what appears to be a burning vehicle. And um, I, I want to talk before we even get into the video itself. I want to talk about the concept of making videos like this, um, which is really, from a media standpoint, kind of a tough thing to pull off. In that, it was three minutes of Dougie just like. driving in his car, monologuing into a camera and kind of walking toward a camera and also monologuing much in the same vein as Rob Bell's Numas, 
So if you remember the early 2000s when Rob Bell was at the height of his like being rebellious in Grand Rapids powers and he was making these little videos called Numas and um, youth pastors would buy them. They would show them to their like youth groups. They were largely incomprehensible, but somehow cool. And it was Rob Bell just doing these walk and talks with like crap burning in the background or like, I don't know, water lapping up against the shore or whatever. Pick your ethereal like, uh, I don't know, billows of steam or whatever um, background in these videos. My question to you guys is, given the success of Rob Bell's Numas, given like Douglas Wilson making one of these Numa-esque videos, what's the likelihood that you guys would ever make one? And like it, at what at what era of time were you ever like most tempted to make one of these, or were you? Go. I'd like Ronnie to answer this because he has a he has a deeper well of of um, unusual video making experience than I do. So no, oh, that's true. I Here totally. It comes. I mean, it it, they're not not at all like Numa. It was you know there was a time and a place and whatever, but I feel like Ronnie, Ronnie has delved into the creative expression through video more than I have. So I'd like to hear his answer. I just don't even, I mean, how do you answer that? Right? So you got some dude, you got Dougie Wills in, in his pickup truck with the whole truck burning while he's still driving it. It's going up in flames. It's like, dude, at some okay, point, can I go in on that for a second? How real do we think that was? Well, I was wondered that, like, I wondered if it was real or not. Like, cause that, yeah. cause at some point it's like, Wilson, like, dude, that's getting dangerous because the whole back, like, bed of the truck is is on fire. Yeah, dude, that was my thought, and I thought that, like, <laughs> in pickup trucks, like, that little window that, like, abuts the back of the truck and is, like, right behind your neck, it must have gotten really warm. Well, and then the window cracks at some point, right? And it, like, it yeah. shatters. And then, so, like, you know that that, like, you know he feels that on the back of his trucker hat, right? That's, like, that's not yeah. getting, that's not getting any cooler. That's getting I feel hotter. like the plastic mesh on the back of the trucker hat was, like, a... A melting risk at that point. Yeah, and maybe um, he had some protective thing up there that we couldn't see. But here's the thing, man. I don't see. I don't know how he could have like. I don't know. CGI'd that thing, right? Like, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, did he? Did you know? Did he connect with like George Lucas to like make this thing and figure out how to? J.J. Abrams to, was out in <laughs> Moscow, Idaho, and helped him film this. Yeah, like right. Who was directing this thing? Like, I, I was just like, is this Christopher Nolan's? Like, maybe was it Chammy? Was it M Night Shyamalan? Little <laughs> twist at the end. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I just wondered that like, okay, so because he did this other video, you guys remember, I don't know if it was like a year or so ago where he's like sitting on a bench and everything around him is like, is like burning up. And that, so there's some thematic thing with like everything burning and blowing up that he's like, he's going after with these vids, you know? So dude, to me, it's just, it's just crazy that like, I guarantee you, well, I can't put words in Dougie Fresh's mouth. I can't oh, do that. No, don't but do like, that. Don't do that. In the early 2000s, I'm sure... He watched Numas by Rob Bell and rolled his eyes and talked about how like effeminate and stupid they were. But now he's basically in the Numa business. I don't know. That kind of delighted me for some reason. Um, yeah, Piper, it's what, like it's market. It's a weird like okay, so it's a weird marketing thing for me, right? Okay. So like I don't know what Dougie's doing in terms of like how he promotes his his ministry, his books, his publishing house. All the stuff that he did, his seminary, all the stuff that, that he does, right? So, like, then you see something like this come out, and it seems disconnected with all of those things. And it's just, it's like, it's the promotion of Dougie making a Dougie statement. And so, for me, it's like, I don't, it's like, it's like, it's prime Dougie. You know what yeah. I mean? 
It'd be like Dougie doing Dougie things. It'd be right. It'd be like Big T. It'd be like Big T doing Big T things. Like what would be the equivalent of this for you, right? (laughs) Like taking all the things that you are about and love and making like one like definitive statement that kind of encompasses those things. Like, I don't know what that would look like. Only you and M. Night Shyamalan will know what that looks like, right? Well, yeah, that's it. And it's in production, but I can't. I I assumed it was in production. But like, so if you're asking, so if you're asking, like, like, I don't know. Like, if you asked me to do something like that, like, that is so weird. Like, I don't even know where to begin. If somebody said, hey, what we want to do, Martin, is we want to come in. We're sending Nolan in with uh, M. Night to uh, assist, and they're going to make a video just about you. And every, and it's going to be – it's just going to encompass all of your ideals and your thoughts. And it's going to be vague, so people have to know you to know what you're saying. And I would just yeah. be like, I don't even know who I'm talking to. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Dude, see, now I feel like I could shoot that for you. Like, I could make yours. I couldn't make mine. But I feel like yours would be like – it would open <laughs> on like – the super curated like magazine style house and then cut to like a walk through the woods where there there was like a picnic laid out and then it would end in front of that little like mural you know in front of like the the, the bombed out warehouse or whatever and then and then fade to black like but what three would minutes. be the danger would like somebody walk by in the background and just pass out and drop dead like like what would be like the, what would be like the yeah. like the gasping like oh because like, at some dude, point maybe. the truck blows up in Dougie's yeah. video, and of course my first thought is, dude, you guys just have like trucks laying around that you can set on fire and blow up that you don't need anymore. Like that's impressive, you know? Yeah, I mean? dude, they've got a they've got a surplus of trucks. They're, I mean, our I mean, it's Idaho. We have at any it's... one time trucks and vans that we like blow up all the time. Like they're well, just dude, disposable. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Like Spurgeon said, always, always be blowing up a vehicle. Always you know? be blowing up a vehicle for the grace of God, you know, uh, limited atonement or something. Now, yeah. let's, can let's... I ask a conceptual question? Um, yeah. So normally when one is, you know, putting together a video, like promo video, trailer for something, mm-hmm. there's, there's, a, there's a product in mind or an event yes. or something. Okay. That was going to be the next question. question. So yeah. I, I don't know what that was here. Which led right. then leads me to the question: What was the aim of this video? Because I yeah, yeah it, I, what what was what, was it just to like make men with beards and cigars go cool fire like just to sort of like the the basest most Neanderthal instinct of men to go man with beard and cigar talking fire cool I I don't yeah. I'm not sure what the what the aim was here dude now so I feel like of the three of us I'm definitely the most Neanderthal and. In as much as I am that this should have resonated with me, um, I feel like it didn't because I was I was just largely confused. But um, I feel you're like you're an intellectual Neanderthal. That just doesn't work. <laughs> exactly, my whole life doesn't work. But um, I feel like we need like a hardcore Dougie Wilson fan to explain what No Quarter November means because I feel like it's a in his in his empire. It's probably a branding thing. You know what I mean? It's probably like a. That being said, we don't want to hear from any hardcore Dougie fans. Oh, we're gonna, dude. We're gonna. I mean, does it have any? Is it related to the election at all? I feel like I feel like that language has to be related to the election. It has to be. What did What did he talk about on the video? Uh, Um, Thought crimes. He committing thought crimes. Um, Thought crimes. That's right. And I I don't I didn't follow much beyond that, but that phrase stands out in my mind. Like, don't commit crimes against, it was, what was it? Like, don't, 
don't commit, like, don't do anything ungodly, but you can, com- like, don't commit a crime against God, but you can commit a crime against man. Don't commit a thought crime against God, but you can do that against man. That's what he was saying, right? Yeah, and he said he's, you know, he's committed many thought crimes. And, yeah. And that, As we have against him. That was the, that was the I kind mean, of the buzzy phrase of this was, yeah. was thought crimes. And I, I don't know. There's, there's a touch of, like, loaded, triggered language there, you know? The idea of, you know, safe spaces and so forth. It kind of feels like a thought crime is is an attack on those. But he made no specific references to anything. And so I'm I'm not really sure what this was pushing people to except to just sort of be generally aggressive. Dude, you just know be, what I love the just thought commit of? Crimes against thoughts. I love the thought of like <laughs> Well, that's a crime um, though. I love the thought of Douglas Wilson in a dark office leaning over the shoulder of like some 25 year old kid who's like cutting this video together and him going, yeah, yeah, let's use that one. I like that shot. You know what I mean? I I like how the car was burning over my shoulder. Um, The thought of that moment fills me with um, joy is the wrong word, but um, yeah, it fills you with crime. That thought. That's a crime against Doug Wilson right there, Big T. Why is it a crime against Doug Wilson, though, to to imagine him enjoying the process of, like, cutting together his own stupid video? I'm just kidding. The whole thing is so stupid. I don't even... I it is even so barely, incredibly I can barely stupid. even think about it. It's so dumb. Could we, could we now, do public okay. service for our listeners and seek to define thought crime? Like, what constitutes a thought crime? Is this episode a thought crime against Dougie because we are speaking less than positively? I don't know. Ted's going to have to live with that if it is pipe. So let's... I don't have to live with anything. That's the point, dude. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know. What, what are you saying, Ronald? Well, you just said that... You just said me and Pipe were the only ones that have thought, thought crimes against Dougie, and you haven't. Maybe this app is a thought crime. I don't feel crime. like I've really gone at Dougie on, on like his thoughts. I'm going at him on his stupid video, though. Wait, is a thought crime sure. a crime against thought, or a crime that I think in my head? I'm so confused right now. I'm th- If it's... If a, if there's if that's a thought crime, then all I'm doing is committing crimes all day. Dude, how close is this to like a DeGarmo and Key video from the 80s? I oh, feel man. like there was a lot of overlap. Oh, I mean, 100%. If he only, yeah, if he was only a little bit younger and had, well, technically a worse haircut than he has uh, in the video, it would be a DeGarmo and Key video. A, a worse haircut and like a different beard, more of like a 1980s beard. Yeah, totally. Um, and some just crazy music going on in the background that, you know, is... I feel like DeGarmo and Key were big steam guys, though. They were oh, big, 100%. like, urban, urban scape, like, steam coming out of those little, like, things on the sidewalk and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 100. Because that. that was all videos. All videos just... You literally were living in a world of steam. It was... Ronald, it just sounds it like the Ninja of, Turtles. Yeah, it was. A world of steam and sparks. There were a lot of sparks, too. A world of steam and sparks and fire. Because you knew you were in a dangerous place because there that's real life. That's real life. There's steam in the '80s. I couldn't walk out the door without steam, without encountering and sparks and fire, just like sparks. going off everywhere. Yeah, when I was riding my little BMX bike to like Hook's drugstore to get. Do you remember soda, like bunny like, hopping over like the steam dodging stuff in the street? Yeah, dodging <laughs> sparks and steam all the live long day. Like every time you hit your brakes, all sp- like sparks would be coming out. You know, it was insane. Okay, so I feel like I feel like sparks and steam kind of went away in the in the '80s and '90s. And in the early 2000s, it got replaced by fire. And so Doug is is channeling a little bit of that early 2000s ethos of like, make a video, 
and put fire in it. Yeah, but dude, you know what be- I think though? I think Dougie. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. But I think Dougie is thinking like, dude, this is like. I think he's thinking like, man, these vids are. They're like, man, like they're really on the edge. You know, like I'm, I'm like, I'm like doing something that's really, really like, um, that's you know, that's like. Do you that think he, me do you, out do you think there. he showed it to his wife? Do you think he like screened it in his living room? Why am I so interested in this? I'm interested in the like. I'm delighted with the thing that I made and Dude, I'm showing I'm just, other people. I'm just interested in the, like the people close to him, like cheerleading him and going, dude, you yeah, did it. Bro, that was, this cool. is so yeah. awesome. Like the tweet. Solid. Vid. I'm sorry. Not yeah. the tweets, but like the texts. like, like Doug, I saw it, dude. Like giving him all the thumbs up and stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 I want to know, like who decided to light shipping pallets on fire in the bed of like an, a mid nineties Dodge Ram. That, is that what it is? I, yeah, I really if you look close, those are those are shipping pallets. They're oh, just like okay. a stack of them. So it's like, the truck wasn't even on fire. Somebody lit a stinking bonfire in the bed of a truck. Interesting. But then the fi- the truck does go on fire at the end, though. Like the whole thing. Yeah, like because yeah. somebody in lit a bonfire in a truck. <laughs> this is this is like this this is behavior we teach our children not to do. This was yeah. you know this wasn't an accident. Somebody no. somebody set this up. No, I mean it's trying to teach us something about society, though. I mean, it's we're trying to we're learning something about Dude, America. I just realized I have the capability in in my studio to do something. I'm googling no quarter November. Whoa! See. Whoa! Yeah, cutting I know. edge. Yeah, I don't want to. It's a weird flex for me to like flex about my studio like that, but. See, um, I think what you should do is get some pallets and have your students like light them on fire in your office and then record it. And then just shout no quarter November and, and it's yeah. and then there will be no thought crimes. And then the whole dude, universe will like burn down and dude, that's a that's a thought crime right there. That's a statement, my friend. What's that's the what's the name of Dougie's like um I don't know, like publishing empire? Canon Press. Okay. So they they do a no quarter November every year. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the 2018 trailer right now. Um, can you guys hear that? No, no. I think you. Have okay, so is it looking sweet though, man? It's looking sweet. Let me just describe it. It's Doug in a different hat, like more like a dad hat. It looks like the same vest, smoking a stove in the countryside, like truly beautiful countryside, and he's sitting on a sofa that he's lit on fire. Yeah, so that's the sofa's the on one. fire. That's the one. Yeah, you've seen this one, then, Ron. Oh, dude, yeah, that's the out right because it's like the like he has this theme of like just literally burning everything to the ground, whether it's a couch okay. or, a, or a Dodge. I don't know. How old is Dougie? Sixties. Is he your dad's age? Uh he's he probably a little younger. He's probably late sixties, maybe maybe early seventies. But I mean, there's a way to find that out. If last if if a year or two ago was a couch and this year was a truck, is he going to do like a helicopter crash next year? Like what's I feel what like is you he gotta keep on leveling fire? it up. Is he Dude, like I a house? See, yeah. I want to see a house. I want to see church. A oh, there, there's some symbolism yes. there. Like maybe the, some, some churches yeah, burning, like some time. old country church. Yeah, Dougie oh. is 67 years old. You are spot on there, pipe. Dude, has he ever hung out with your pops, pipe? Have they ever like done a coffee together in the airport? They've or, done a like... conference together. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's spoken at the at at uh, at a conference that my dad put on. That was. Um, after he had written some controversial things, but kind of before he had decided to commit thought crimes against all people. Um, so, okay. 
Yeah, he was. He, no, he's been he's been involved in those conferences to to some distress of of various attendees and others who who like my dad. Well, boys, dude, we did your? Oh, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Well, I mean, we haven't even. Well, no, finish your thought because I want to talk about his latest book, or maybe Pipe knows a little bit more about it because it's uh, crazy. I don't. I don't know anything about. Oh no, I know the, the sex robot it. book. Yes, I yeah, do. sex robot. He wrote a book about sex robots. Big T. Get out, baby. Explain all of that. Ted I mean, is real I, mad I, he didn't I, come up with this idea first. Yeah, dude, I had a sex robot project in the works, but I'm, I'm going to have to call. Decided to no, write no, no, something I know. Awesome I know. for twelve year olds. Yeah. No, I exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't know a lot about it except like when it dropped. Um, you know, people were a little up in arms because, you know, I don't know. He gets no super, he gets, yeah, I know, weird, huh? He gets like super <laughs> raw, I guess, in the book. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm still waiting for my copy from Amazon. I don't know yet. You know? I've got questions. So is it, a, is it a novel or is this nonfiction or is it a like Pipe, is it an a argument for sex robots? What are, what are we talking about here? It's, it's a novel. It's a novel. Yeah. He, okay. It's a, I mean, I haven't read it. Uh, I'm still waiting on my copy from Amazon, and I'll be waiting until I actually order one. Um, <laughs> Dude, there's the rub with Amazon. Yeah, I Maybe know. You gotta actually order it. It's weird they. I've, yeah, but then, but then they ask copy. for money, and I'm not willing to pay it for this. So that's kind of how, how budget Jeff pipe? does all his business. Budget, Judas. Yeah. Oh, it's not a budget thing. It's a. It's a just a matter of you know. I'd rather buy like Redbud City Coffee Roasters coffee or oh, snap. Nice something like that. So, into a, oh, yeah, uh, nice no, transition I, to what's paying the bills. Yeah, always, it, always. Man. Yeah, it, it's got, it's gotta, a novel that I'm sure is very. It, it's probably sort of supposed to show that the rise of AI will destroy us all, or that people are selling their souls to you know kind of have so cheapened intimacy and sexuality. I don't know. I'm just guessing based on the subject matter and how Doug would handle things. So it's Dude, this so is utter utter speculation. Starts with a message and then reverse engineers a story. I think I'm here for that. And there's and there's sex robots. I you know what? Here here's what needs to happen, boys. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting a little choked up over this. It's a, <laughs> kind of an emotional deal for me. Um, uh, I feel like somebody in our somebody in our fan base needs to buy three copies of the sex robot book. Get them mailed to us so yes. that we can. We can read them as kind of a thought experiment, and then uh, and then podcast about it. Because... Yeah, let's do let's do a review, man. We'll dedicate can, a whole. I need to do a review. Can I just go ahead and say I'm not reading it? Like you can send it to me. I'm not reading it. Pipe, we don't know whether you'll read it or not. We don't need to know that information. You just we say need whatever to. You want. Here's what we need to do because I just don't pros. want to falsely advertise to our listeners that we're willing to take on a certain kind of commitment that I'm just steadfastly no, unwilling that's smart to take. That's, but it's that's advertising really again. You can look at it like advertising against it too. You know that's that's good too. So. Well, we as we laid out at the beginning, it's important. It's important to like put that out there. But um, I think because we're professionals, we need to set an over under on the number of pages that we're willing to read in the sex robot book. And I think if we if we all get to twelve pages, I'll call that a I'll call that a success. So we can just and, review the first twelve, is what you're saying. Well, and you're you're free to read more than that if you'd like. But I will um, say, Doug has a way with words. He's a good writer, which means that it even the the possibility of making it through twelve pages sounds very realistic. There are some authors who are so bad that like a page and a half, and you just go, "Nope, I'm out." I think yeah. I think Doug I like would be good enough. Pipe. To Let's make keep it, it positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I dig it, dude. So you're saying that like we 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 could have a good sex robot book on our hands here. 
which I feel like the marketplace has been clamoring for that. So um, shout out to Dougie for um, for making that. Happen. Always has his always has his finger on the the pulse of the marketplace. He does. Now, boys, we've got like three three minutes left before we need to wrap this up because we have more business to to conduct. Um, I want to ask Ronald, what's the what are the odds that your Wilson would ever do a video like this? Or has he ever done one? Oh, like the yeah. just the kind of three minute like monologue, walk and talk kind of deal. Yeah. Has, has think, your has your boy ever done this? I think Jared's done like kind of st- like prom- promo-y stuff like that before for like yeah. a maybe like a book or like a I don't know, something from the from the uh from the seminary. I, I don't know. I mean it, it yeah. you know, it, it seems very un Jared C. Yeah, to do something you know of of that nature where it's like just sort of dramatic and um, and not about anything. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Jared C would not be about doing something not about something. Right. He would not. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that describes a lot of people. You know. Yeah. Um, Especially in our tribe, whereas you know we we actually do something every week that's not about anything. So we don't have a problem with that. We we would all essentially. We're all kind of doing a version of that video every week on the podcast. <laughs> That's true. We've just ripped this poor guy for doing it for three minutes, whereas think, we do it for like 50 minutes each Yeah, week. I mean, basically. I think we <laughs> should start, I mean, assuming we do this podcast for at least one more year, um, which seems like, hope. you know, even even odds. Um, I think we should start like a some quarter November. or <laughs> Some quarter, yeah. yeah one one quarter, quarter November. November. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can we can work on the branding, but I feel like we need a little quarter. Dude, little I'm telling quarter. you right now, we are going I I'm gonna already in my mind right now, I'm working out what it's gonna take for us to do some kind of a parody video with the <laughs> three of us. We will do it. We Dude, will what, what about do three quarters in November? Like can we I mean, burn a, a, is can we burn like a sex a robot part. in the video? I mean, that's getting a little contro, but uh, you know, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I mean, we're going to burn something. Something is going to die in our video. So by way of review, um, someone in our audience, send us the Sex Robot books. Uh, we will get a 12-page review um, post-haste on the program. Uh, boys, we've, we've done what we always do in that we've gone 35 minutes on a three-minute Jared – not Jared. I almost said Jared Wilson video. Oof, wow. Um, uh, we'd like to see that, though. Jared, if you're listening, I mean, maybe it's time. Baby, maybe it's time to shoot a little. Maybe it's time you know, for me that. and Jared C to shoot a little vid. How about that, baby? Now, okay. Last question. You're gonna burn a mural. <laughs> Jer- <laughs> Do Jared comes to you this afternoon when you guys are texting in all earnestness, and he's like, he's like, bro, I got a little, I got a little project for us. Yeah. What about a little three minute walk and talk? You know, just yeah. some atmospheric stuff in the background. Oh, dude. Yeah. Are you? Are you in? I mean, it's no question. I mean, it's be, Jared be, and it's I'm promo, in. which I feel like are two things that that you're big on right now. So. Well, I'm not. It's not going to be pure Jared promo. I need a little personal promo in there as well. So, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Jared yeah. promo and Ron promo. So, right. Yeah. It'll yeah. be it'll be the promo. It'll be the promo for our pod. Yeah. We'll we'll do a little walk in the park. Yeah. We'll keep we'll there keep we it go. sweet. We'll keep it real. Baby, how's your pod going? Doing mad business? I mean, you know, it's blowing up. You know, is it, it's blowing up like that no, truck. It's not. It's, it's blowing not up truck. like a truck and a duck. It's not blowing up, man. It's not blowing up. I'm okay. joking. It's doing well, though. What is that? It's doing well. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I mean, it's no, it's no happy ramp pod, but it's boys. You know, it's it's a it's a nice supplemental gig. But give it, well, give it six yeah. and a half years of rambling, and maybe it can be. 
Maybe after I, six and a half years, it'll become something. Yeah, you got to be realistic about these things, baby. Of course. Um, yeah. Uh, boys, we've done what we always do on this program in that we've gone 35 minutes on a three-minute Douglas Wilson video. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. tired of parenting advice and news headlines that are more confusing than assembling Ikea furniture, we've got just the podcast for you. My dear friend, Abby, and I are here to help you navigate the parenting roller coaster. Should your kids be on social media? What should you tell a friend facing an unplanned pregnancy? These are just some of the many questions we tackle on our podcast. Subscribe to The Real Deal of Parenting wherever you find your podcast.